Hi, I'm Brian Hart. I'm Karen Holman. And you're listening to Cool Sheets. In the coming half hour, you'll hear all about 10 things that we're currently enjoying and using in our lives. Each of us has exactly two minutes to dive in and tell you about one of the things we've chosen. It might be a book, an app, a gadget, a place, anything goes. At the end of our two minutes, boom, time's up and we go back and forth until we've shared 10 cool sheets with you. Cool Sheets is all about fun, interesting, and or useful things to enhance your life. We broadcast from our studios in Salem, Oregon on KMUZ Turner, 88.5 and 100.7 FM, or streaming online at KMUZ.org every Sunday from 9 to 9.30 a.m. Our website, coolsheets.cool, yes, that's coolsheets.cool, has info about all the cool sheets that we list every week if you want to find out more details about them. You can also interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Here we go with this week's Cool Sheets. All right, everybody, welcome to Cool Sheets. I'm Brian Hart, and with me today we have a very special guest. We have Reverend Berge. You might know him from Capital City Theater or kind of everywhere else. He's a man about the town. Mm, Jack of all trades. Welcome. Welcome Hey, it's good to be here. Good to be here. I feel like we're on PBS right now. Oh, hey. Well, thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Yes, yes. Let's talk about uh, something important. No, this is just, (laughs) just Cool Sheets, so... But, I don't know, should we just go for it? Let's go for it. Okay, I'll go first, and my first cool sheet is a Chrome extension. So this is, I don't know if I've ever talked about a Chrome extension. It seems like a weird cool sheet, but it is called Scener. And you download this extension for Chrome, and it lets you create, share, and watch video commentary synchronized with streaming shows and movies. So you download it, and then you go to Netflix on your on the website and you can look at different shows and people live commentary. So you watch the film and people talk about it for an hour and a half, two hours or YouTube video or Hulu video. So it can be short too, but you know, they have reaction videos on YouTube and they have podcasts that talk about every detail of episodes. And this seems to be for good or for bad than the evolution of where this kind of space is heading. And I actually find it pretty entertaining most of the time, but I just kind of like the concept. Kind of freaks me out too, just this culture that we're in, but I figure I might as well embrace it. And some of my favorite uh, YouTube channels like New Rock Stars, which is a very nerdy, talk about comic book movies a lot. So they break down every Marvel movie. So I'll watch Black Panther and they say, oh, in this scene, and they give you like little details because, I mean, they're super nerds and they have all of this information that they've scripted out and they talk about inner workings and scenes and, oh, I heard that this happened on set. And it's really cool. So it's kind of like DVD commentary if you have one at home. But these are outside of the industry, just nerds and people that specialize in different categories. And you can browse topics, subjects, films. You can just punch up Netflix and happen to see if a movie you're going to watch has it. You can turn it on and off. You can do your own, which is also cool. So this could be a, a new way for people to get discovered to do other shows and commentary. So I think it's pretty neat. Check out Scener. Yeah, you uh, nailed it. I did it. First choo-choo. <laughs> I love the idea that there's not a line between sports and being a nerd anymore. <laughs> right. Our nerd right. stuff has yeah. commentary now. Yeah, absolutely. That's our, a really good way to look at it. Well, and any like fantasy football, I got news for you. It is every Final Fantasy game I've ever played. It's all stats and <laughs> oh, what yeah. your people do. It's the lines are blurred. Yeah. 
Cool. I've got a cool sheet. I want to talk about Birdie's Bistro. Downtown Salem, not that many uh, lunch spots, in all honesty. There's a couple basic ones. And Birdie's, I think, originally was in Kaiser. And they moved. They're on High Street next to Love Love. If anyone knows where... I mean, unfortunately, a lot of restaurants have been in and out in their location. But uh, where Exit used to be, they're just kind of down from that by the bank. And they are amazing. I don't know how they're supporting what they do, but they are a coffee shop. You can grab beer there. You can grab wine there. And they have one of the most varied menus I have ever seen. Uh, If you want just like a light sandwich, they've got that. You want like heavy ooey gooey, they've got that. I'm going to say if you've got a hangover, uh, they are perfect for... They've got... They've got a breakfast burrito that is just full of, I think, just everything. Anything you could want in breakfast, it's in there. I love them because not only are there so many options, I'm a guy who usually picks one thing and sticks with it. This, I get something new every time, and everything I get, the price point matches. I feel like I'm paying the right amount for what I got. I don't feel like I'm overpaying. I also just enjoy the quality of it all like i said it is i can't sing its praises enough and especially if you're downtown and looking for a good lunch spot it is can't recommend it more so that's uh my first cool sheet i'm really glad that you're talking about this place because i've meant to try it for a while now i've tried almost every it's so weird that that place is so doomed for restaurants i know it seems like it should be a golden location it's downtown why it was my first pick because yeah. i like it enough i want it to survive yeah. and so i'm like everyone go there i know they do trivia some nights oh, cool. okay. um so it's and, not just a lunch spot they are open for no dinner. they they nice. i don't okay. know the exact hours i'm sure i yeah. can actually i can give you the exact hours they are open from i guess they most nights it's seven or eight they close uh, five on sundays but yeah you can grab a beer they're open on sundays and they're open because there's not a lot i might go there for lunch after the show so good you won't (laughs) regret it very cool that's great thank you for sharing that i i will definitely check them out all right, my next cool sheet is a YouTube series, and this is called Hot Ones, and it is a part of First We Feast, which is a YouTube channel that has 166 videos, 18 million views, and 4.4 million subscribers. So this is one of the series that they do, and it's my favorite. I haven't actually uh, watched the other ones. Hot Ones has had seven seasons already. It's hosted by Sean Evans, and he he calls it, it's the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. So they take, I don't remember, 10 or 12 different plates of wings with different hot sauces on each one, and each one gets progressively hotter until it gets to, like, crazy freaking hot. And he has these people on and he interviews them in the middle of each bite and he has celebrities tons of celebrities so natalie portman tenacious d neil degrasse tyson so a good variety michael sarah steve-o uh steve-o then got in the middle of the show got a call from johnny knoxville which is totally steve-o then johnny knoxville came on jeff goldblum's been on it but what's so interesting i think sean had a background in journalism but he ended up becoming a youtube star totally did not think he'd do that but he's really good at asking really 
deep questions. And it's something about the hot sauce and the vulnerability. Like people kind of, they instantly connect because their mouth's on fire and they're feeling, they're sweating and feeling emotion. And they reveal a lot of things that they don't usually talk about i think it's such a who knew that hot sauce could be the this mechanism to get down to some really good questions but he is really good his hidden talent he seems to have a palate that is unflappable like he can take any hot sauce he's usually pretty even keeled but definitely check out hot ones i uh side side note yeah if my hair's long, people tell me I look like Johnny Knoxville. Oh, is it? but if I cut it, people tell me I look like Steve O. Ah, that's funny. Uh, I tell people either way. Can I say jackass? Either way, I'm a jackass. Yeah, uh, right. There you go. Uh, I, I wish I had a couple other celebrity lookalikes, but <laughs> hey, those uh, aren't too bad to have, you know. <laughs> I, I get Agent Smith otherwise. So, oh, there uh, you go. My next one, I am in love with The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I never, ever, ever thought I would be excited about a Sabrina the Teenage Witch remake. But let me tell you, I am in love with this show. It is nothing like the old TGIF. It's it's not. There's a, there's a sense of whimsy to it, but it's because they really nail the parts that are campy. But it is brutal. That show is brutal. You watch people die all the time. You see organs in the show. Uh, there's an episode where there's uh, some kind of dream demon, and he like is literally doing an autopsy on one of the characters. Like it, it pulls no punches at all. Most of the plot is sub- this coven trying to get Sabrina to sign uh, her name in the Book of the Devil. It's great. Uh, for someone who I'm Halloween all year, I'm uh, I love spooky, creepy stuff. It is candy to me. I cannot get enough of this show. They released a Christmas episode, so if you've watched the first season, know that there is now an extra episode. There's eleven, I think, total if you count the Christmas one. And what's great is Netflix is being quick on coming out with a new season the next one starts i think it's april 5th so instead of this problem with stranger things never coming out well, the last one we got was uh two halloweens ago this one's yeah april 5th so we get season two within i think six months or something like that so super pumped about the show if you want sh- to watch something that's super binge worthy check out chilling adventures of sabrina Wow, that's that's great. That one surprises me a little bit. When you, I think I probably avoided it because I thought it was you know the same campy. And people do people like when my wife was like, "Hey, check this out." I was like, "Okay, (laughs) we're gonna watch this thing," and I'm gonna say, "Oh yeah, cool, whatever." I was like, "We have to finish this. We have to keep going. (laughs) It's so good. I great. I've watched it twice already. Wow, nice. Yeah, Yeah, that." That must be good then. Well, I will have to give it a shot then because yeah. I did not think I would do that. But this is what's so great about the show. <laughs> you learn these new things. <laughs> All right. My next cool sheet is an app, actually. And this app is called Daisy. And it is it was actually an app started by the actress Maisie Williams, who's best known for Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. And a lot of celebrity apps are pretty 
they're not great. Let's just say they either they're trying to just use their name to do something kind of cheesy and the functionality is not good. Or it's a programmer who just slaps on a, an endorsement by a, a celebrity by paying them. And, and it's also kind of trashy. But this is actually a really good app. It's super smart and well-developed. She has a, a partner whose name I, I forgot to write down. but uh, So there's two of them. So she's kind of the creative and he's the programmer type. And they have very different personalities but perfectly meshed together. And so this is an, an app that is created for people in that are filmmakers, writers, uh, readers, listeners, speakers, poets, artists. And if you think of websites like DeviantArt or Fiverr99designs, Behance, they have a lot of graphic design where you can find freelancers and kind of if you're a designer, you can showcase your work, but not really a lot for actors and filmmakers because that whole world is kind of an insider world or a catch-22. You can't get a job because you don't have a body of work. You can't get a body of work because you can't get a job like it's really hard to get in the business unless you know people and this is a platform where it's and it's they kind of use a social media type feel to it where you can showcase your work you can find other collaborators and then industry people have now started to look into that and find new people and you can just browse it's like oh i start, i have this short film i'm looking for a composer you go to the music section you find someone you start talking to them online and it's created these really unique new relationships of people that haven't been discovered yet. So it could be really something special. So check out this app, Daisy. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I, uh, as an improviser, I love that the internet is around because it used to be that the clubs were the gatekeepers. Yeah, you you exactly. had to go to these clubs and they would have to set up yeah, you know, you'd have to get an agent or they would set up these auditions for whatever have you show. And that was kind of how you made it. But the Internet's broken that old model. Yeah. If you're good enough to be noticed, you can just straight up do it on your own. Yeah. And, and that, yeah, that never happened that not even that long ago where you could do things like that. It's a very kind of power to the people kind of move. Yeah. And which is with all the horrible things that you can get from the Internet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like to look at the ones that actually feel like this is why we should have the internet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the cream will rise to the top and you know, the good let's ones hope. would. Yeah, let's, let's hope. hope. Um. Yeah, sometimes it does. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. My next one, let's talk about the Oscar-nominated animated shorts. I'm a big animation nerd, really. Uh, I really love Leica. Um, not plugging Leica right now, but a huge Leica fan. And so years ago, my when my wife and I were just dating, she knew that. And she was like, oh, have you ever seen the Oscar-nominated shorts? And I went, no. So every year, I know Salem Cinema does them. We, we try and catch them every year. And they are all the shorts around the world that were nominated for Oscars. You always get the Pixar one, of course. And it's usually the one that wins. I kind of feel like the Oscars just give Pixar... Oscars, but uh, it will. We've seen really interesting ones. There's been, as I was saying, they're from around the world, so we've seen some French ones. We've seen ones that they don't even have a language. It just is its sight only, and it's great because they're shorts. So if you don't like one of them, another one's coming up in like ten minutes. I really enjoy it. You, you get all kinds of animation too. So we've seen stop motion, classic drawing animation, computer generated. 
and I really like it. I think it'll be probably around early February this year. I was looking up a date, and I could find last year. It was like February 6th. Whenever Oscars are coming around, Salem Cinema does a pretty good job of showcasing what is up for awards and stuff like that. So whenever they are doing that run, look out for these nominated shorts. It's a great date night, if I'm being entirely honest. Just non-committal. You go in, have some popcorn, watch some fun cartoons. You're out in like an hour. So that's cool uh yeah and they have a good like you said they're short and but they have a range of emotions like one will be funny one will be super serious yeah you know so you get a little bit of everything which is you don't always get when you're just going to one movie you know it's right. either a, if it's a comedy you know they have all they're getting better at tying in several emotions but this is separate stories and just little bites of life and it's amazing what you can tell in a, yeah. a short well, story like, i like animation super powerful i like animation because it it is purely artistic mm-hmm. nothing in it yeah. is going to be extra it was all meant to be in there and right. so it's great to watch exactly what these people wanted you to see brooke and i caught one in portland at omsi years ago and it was funny because most of the Oscar ones are, you know, they deal with some issues, but they're a lot of them are lighthearted, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This one we saw at OMSI was some of the darkest stuff we didn't oh, even wow. know. but And we <laughs> liked it. It was all great animation. But yeah. we were afterwards, we were like, that was a mind trip. Some of the <laughs> stuff they had. It was fun night. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, my next cool sheet is a website, and it is called postsecret.com. And this website was founded by Frank Warren. It started in 2004, and it's exploded. He kind of just started out with a simple idea. He wanted people to share a secret with them and anonymously, and he would put it online for everyone else to see. And it just became this giant movement and was, uh, when you look at it, it has uh, funny stuff, you know, light, lighter stuff, but a lot of really heavy, raw things. And you can get lost in this for hours. He actually won a Lifetime Achievement Award for suicide prevention. So it is, uh, it has helped a lot of people. You know, there's so many things that are going on in people's lives that they don't talk about. And it's, I always, for me, find it fascinating just when you're walking down the street knowing that everybody's got so much more going on than you realize. And these bits of humanity. And we actually, yesterday was TEDx Salem when we were recording this, we did kind of a version of that as one of our breakouts during our recess, where same thing, we create this little booth, you put in this card, you release this secret, and then we hand wrote it so it wouldn't be recognized, put it on the wall. And I was welled up instantly. I'll share some of them. One said I was lost. One was said I don't like my stepchild. Uh, one was, I've lied over and over again to most of the people in my life. Another one was, my depression changes me, and I'm terrified of that. Th- another one was, I'm gay, but love my partner and family so much to selfishly put my sexuality before them. I mean, these just shook me pretty good. One said, I'm having an affair, and I off- this one really killed me. I often don't like my kids and wish I didn't have them. I was... Amazing. But anyway, check out some of this stuff. Uh, Post Secret is the website. 
<laughs> That's crazy. I uh, as a kid, it was kind of nice. I I ran in. I I had a bumpy childhood. We'll go with that. And as rough as it was, I've I came up with a phrase at a young age that I tell people all the time, and it's everyone's lived their own nightmares. And it is a reminder to me and to whoever hears the phrase that. You know, just try to be nice. You don't know what those people have lived through. They might be right. doing great now, yeah. but or it, seem like they're doing. Great. Yeah, you know, you know have and, a lot of stuff going on, and and you just don't know. You yeah. just don't know. And I, I find more often than not, people do have stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, even if they seem like they're okay. Yeah, and so I think things like that are good reminders to be like. Hey, look, we truly are all human. Right, right. And a lot of these are shared experiences. And, yeah, everybody's got some demons and dark stuff. Or, And, yeah, I, I really try to remember that when, like, someone annoys me or something. And it's a, a petty little thing. And I think uh, I have no idea what's going on with them right now. Right. You know, even it, like maybe they seem like they're being rude to me. But there's totally something else going on that I have no clue about and try to remember that that can be the case. It's not just that they're a jerk or whatever, you know? Right. Well, and I, yeah. I love this. There's a big movement, it seems, and especially in men, we have a kind of a culture of like, hey, don't talk about it and deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, no, you do need to talk about this. Yeah. We need, we do need to like, this affects you. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. A friend of mine was like, if you lost your leg, you wouldn't let that go. Why would you let any of the mental stuff go? Right, it's right. Still, just as a part of you. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Right on. So I recently uh, got dogs, and on the uh, never-ending quest to keep them from bouncing off the walls, we're always finding new places to take them. We're at Minto Brown's dog park a lot. Very much enjoy it, but. Um, Recently found another one, Willamette Mission State Park. It's just outside of Jervis. And it is, it's honestly a lot like Minto Brown, but it feels a little more separate. You drive about 20, 20, 30 minutes to get there. Uh, You can go I-5. We took the back road when we went, which is equally as pretty if you're looking for like a Sunday kind of trip to do. Um, And it runs, it's by the... By the, I think it's the ferry there. Is it Boone's Ferry or something like that? The there's somewhere there's the river crossing, but it's got both paved paths, other trails you can go through, wooded areas. It's got an open actual dog park where you can throw a ball around, stuff like that. If they're in the park with you, they need to be on the leash. But if they're in the dog area, they can be off leash places for horses it's actually kind of the same part as for the dogs so you might get a little co-mingling but very pretty runs up alongside the river and what's cool is they have this point where they've erected the old structures of the missions that were originally there so there's this hillside across this little lake and there's just kind of the outline of these three buildings and they've got this little placard with the history of it and stuff and really cool park i would say if you were on a sunday and wanted either you to walk around and do something or you do have a couple furry friends that need to burn some energy uh it's good for both that's cool that's a really good 
cool sheep for people that live here in Salem. Everybody knows Minto, but right. they don't know that there's some other options not that far away. Well, in Salem's I, little variety. I cool. I've come to really love Salem in my years. I think its biggest strength is that we. I have yet to meet a city that is uh, better located for going to things. We're an hour away mm-hmm. from yeah. literally anything you could ever want in right, life. Right, yeah. Desert, forest, coast, city, skiing, yeah. hiking, it, all of what you could want is an hour away. And so I like finding stuff around here because it yeah. just kind of adds to at least my own personal value of Salem yeah, where we can absolutely. just do a day trip to whatever. Yeah. There's not many places I, I don't think can say that, Yeah, you know, like that variety of right. landscape. You'd be close to like a couple options, yeah. but I have yet to be in a city where you have literally all the options. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and still a small town feel yeah. huffer home, you know. I like to retreat. I tell yeah. people I like to go do the thing, yeah. cut a rug, get a little wild, and yeah. then go, okay, you guys continue <laughs> doing that. I'm gonna go home and sleep. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's great. That's really cool. All right, my last cool sheet is a company and it is called Flow Neuroscience. Uh, it's out of Sweden. The founders are Daniel Manson and Eric Wren. And this this kind of goes with post-secret. It reminded me of this company that I've heard about. And 350 million people suffer from de- depression globally, according to the World Health Organization. And this is a a new way of treating depression. So right now you have antidepressants, you have drugs, and you have therapy. And both of those have some consequences. Um, obviously, drugs, you can get addicted to them, or, or sometimes they just don't work that well. And there's a lot of side effects and issues like that. And therapy is expensive. It's not scalable. Uh, a lot of people don't, again, don't want to ask for help, so they won't even try it. And this is a actually a head device that goes on your brain <laughs> On your head, outside of your head, not on your brain. <laughs> it doesn't go inside. <laughs> and you have an, uh, this device and an app, and it actually sends a very small direct current onto your scalp. And that has been scientifically proven to help stimulate and reduce depression. So it essentially it s- stimulates one side of your brain versus the other and kind of charges it a little bit. And it's been, I think the stats were, uh, it's reduced the effect of depression by 30 to 35%. And they're trying to make this available for everybody and expand it. And I've seen crazy YouTube videos of people doing this with like a 9-volt battery and like doing it DIY seems really risky. So I'm glad that there's a company that's legit scientifically doing it a little, hopefully a little safer it's worth checking out. I'm lucky I don't suffer from depression a lot, but I know there are a lot of people that do. And so check out Flow Neuroscience. That is cool. There, it, depression. What a thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I joke around. Eventually, I want a kid, and I'm like, God, I hope that kid comes out physically healthy because they're getting depression for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's funny because we. I like, again, kind of getting back to what we were talking about, that depression is something we can talk about now. Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing you have. It's not a thing that you're like, you picked up and it's bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, the options are limited. When I was a teenager, I, I was I briefly was on Prozac. Mm. And people call them happy pills, 
but they don't make you happy. It it just kind of evens things out hmm. to where your lows and highs aren't there. Yeah. And it helps because suddenly your life isn't as up and down, but it doesn't fix the problem. Right. You're still not kind getting of the covering it up or masking well, it. Well, it's just even, making everything yeah. kind of even keeled yeah. so that you can deal more. So, yes, yeah. you're not as sad, but you're also not as happy. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And so, at least that was my personal yeah, experience. Sure, and sure. again, it helped. It was what I needed, but I also wanted off of it because I did want to be excited for things. And so yeah. I like the idea that we're doing other things besides meds that are just like fiddling with a chemical. Right. And lastly, I've saved a little shameless self-promotion. I have a new show on once a month. It's called The Bergy Armando. And the idea behind this show is a late night talk show meets improv show. I'd lived in Chicago for 2017, and when I had moved back, I was kind of on a hiatus from myself in terms of uh, any kind of improv or performance capacity. Just kind of needed a break from the from the year, but really missed being creative. And so I had been talking to people at the theater who wanted to try different types of improv shows beyond just our 7.30 Salem Famous show and, like, misconnections and stuff. And so I started thinking of things, A, I had wanted to always accomplish in town, and B, uh, types of shows I enjoy. And so I was in Armando when I was in Chicago. Uh, and an Armando is just where you get a speaker. They tell stories, and then scenes are performed Afterwards, the stories are used as inspiration, and I was a speaker, so I really enjoyed that format. And I was like, oh man, we could get people who are known from Salem, doing things in Salem, creative types, movers and shakers, just to come in and be themselves. Tell stories, share with us a bit of their lives. We have a night having fun with them. It gives me a chance to be creative while also kind of connecting Salem, hopefully. I uh, have a giant old crush on this show. I really enjoy it. The first one was in December. We had Carly Wright on, and it was just a blast to do. Uh, We're just about to do the second one. Uh, actually, by the time this is on, it will have happened. Let me tell you, it was awesome. Uh, we did two showings. We didn't mean to do the second one, but demand was there. Uh, it should be every, uh, probably second or third Friday of every month. That's cool. I, I really am a big fan. I love the fact that you're doing this, though. As soon as I heard the format... I was like, oh, this is fantastic. This is right up my alley and all the things that I like. So I'm super excited that you're doing this. We all, for years and years, the theater has tried to connect Salem. And I think that Salem's gotten a place where it is better connected anyways. So that definitely helps me. But um, we all know each other, especially in this kind of creative circle. Everyone knows each other. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're always talking to each other. Sure, yeah. And so this was me kind of taking old ideas that we had done 
at the comedy club. We used to do a vlog and other people's businesses, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and weaponizing it, making people to uh, making people play on our kind of terms and honestly giving them some incentive of like, hey, you got a fun night. You can tell friends about this. Yeah. You can come out and enjoy an evening. So yeah. Yeah, uh, and I love that story and improv mix. It's yeah, really cool. Well, and, I mean, really Carly told idea. a story about meeting Justin Trudeau. And yeah, stuff. it was it was awesome. Yeah, and he, things that normally you wouldn't chit chat with her about. Yeah, exactly. So, right. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I'm all about things as genuine as possible. Yeah. And that show is as genuine as it's gonna yeah. get. Yeah. So. That's uh, great. Thanks yeah. for doing that. Yeah. Show. Oh yeah. I'm really excited I'm for it. As future. excited as hopefully everyone else good all right well hey uh thanks a lot for, for being a guest absolutely i was wondering if i should have done either the pbs yes uh that is a good thing brian we've, <laughs> right. we've done very well or the this is kmuz coming at you live we've got brian hart on the other line brian cool sheets what do you think about the show so far you are a natural <laughs> i chose regular voice i yeah, chose regular yeah, it was voice. good oh. I liked it. The authentic. Yeah. Reverend. The genuine. Yeah. You got it. You got the real deal. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cool Sheets. You can find out more about all the cool sheets we listed by going to our website, coolsheets.cool, and looking for the links. That's coolsheets.cool. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Leave comments for us on Facebook or email us at info at coolsheets.cool. Bye.